0: Welcome to the Midlife Dating Without the Crisis podcast, helping both baby boomers and Gen Xers maintain their sanity and survive the online dating experience. If you're a single guy or gal who find himself back on the dating market, getting that second chance to an even better relationship, we've got your back. And now, from the 50 Dates at 50 Studios, helping to bring the
1: fun back into dating, here's your host, Paul Nelson. Episode 11, Stay the Course. The odds are better than you think. Have you ever seen a couple get together and one or the other makes drastic changes to accommodate the other, only to see the relationship fail? Kind of like the high school football star with the Camaro quitting sports and then getting a station wagon, all to placate his girlfriend, only to have it end in divorce a couple years later? Differentiation or lack of it? explains why. I'm also going to be reviewing the book Spouse Hunting by Brian Bellafont. This book is a highly motivational surprise, so much so that boomers and Gen Xers who've been through the home buying process will quickly relate to the emotional parallels that are extremely common in both the home buying process and dating. Further, this book lays the groundwork to easily have discussions on a couple of the most sensitive topics I'm aware of when it comes to dating. Money and why you need to be open to dating more than one person at a time while you're testing the dating waters. Additionally, Brian does a great job of getting us to understand what the dynamics of the dating inventory are and why his analysis is very encouraging. So here's what you're gonna learn by the end of this episode. You'll no doubt recognize how a lack of differentiation in some of your past dating relationships was the root cause of their demise. You also have a couple of great sources that I'll be providing to learn more about it. As daters, we all have title reports, just like properties do in real estate, but many people fail to read the reports. You'll also understand the corollary on utilizing Zillow, Redfin, or Realty.com to trying to determine property values versus using pictures, income, and career to determine someone's value as a dating partner. Lastly, just like the home buying process, looking at a house and taking a second or third trip back to that house is really no different than going on two or three dates with someone to see if you can turn a maybe into a yes. If you like what you hear, please take a moment and click on the subscribe or follow button. I don't want you missing out on making your date nights more memorable. So now, 50 daters, let's start turning those dating busts into dating bests.
0: How can you walk it if you don't talk it? Our glossary of today's dating terms explains the language.
1: I want to talk about the term differentiation. And what that is, is a state in which a person maintains who they are as a person even when naturally compelled to adjust to please the person that they are dating. Now, let me give you an example of this. A drummer in a band meets this gal at a gig. He falls in love with the gal, and then he quits the band to please her and spend more time with her. The drummer in this case lacks differentiation and, in the end, winds up with no band or girlfriend. Why? Simple. Playing drums in the band is what makes him attractive to the gal in the first place. Once he quits, she loses interest in him. Robert Glover's book, Dating Essentials for Men, and Esther Perel's book, Mating in Captivity, go into great depth on differentiation. The opposite of differentiation is fusion, and we're going to talk about that term in the next episode.
0: Going steady going steady you know I'm going steady don't you mother and I went steady for quite a while. Going steady besides everybody knows you two are going steady. Yes I guess I have been going steady with Jeff. Am I going steady you uh, haven't dated anyone else for quite a while. But we haven't agreed on anything don't try to pretend. We haven't even talked about going steady. We just. You just sort of go steady. What does that mean? Going steady? That makes it sound so exclusive. As long as you don't make any commitments, as long as you don't expect too much of each other. I do wish you'd try going out with some of the other boys as well as Jeff. Why? Mother, I like Jeff a lot. <laughs> make him promise not to date anyone else well, how do I know I will not want to date someone else myself after all there are other boys in the world if there are I wish one of them at call go steady for a while with several different girls enjoy it learn about yourself and about different kinds of girls but don't expect too much don't make any commitments that makes sense You've played the field for two or three years, Jeff. Now you begin to settle on one girl. A Couple of years ago, you used to worry if I dated the same girl twice in a row. Would you like to go to the senior play with me next Friday? I'd love to. Thanks for asking. She won't have a date for tomorrow night either. You two should get together. Yeah, that's a swell idea. Uh, Diane, you know the senior class play is coming up a week from next Friday. Well, I'd wonder if you'd like to go with me. Marie and I are going steady. Jeff asked me for a date. Too late to ask another girl now. How did I get into this anyway? Today's special is a dating relationship book review with need-to-know dating takeaways.
1: The review for this episode is the book Spouse Hunting, Using the Rules of Real Estate to Find the Love of Your Life. By Brian Bellafont. This was written in 2020. Now, the Midlife Dating Podcast and 50 Dates at 50 blog synopsis on this is that author Brian Bellafont set out to write one book. The outline had 99 guidelines people need to know when purchasing or selling a home. During the writing process, however, he pondered whether there was a way to apply the rules of real estate, a vocation that he excelled at to something that he was lousy at, finding a quality relationship partner. Brian explains that he was single for a long time, long enough to grow exhausted of the partying alongside other single, rich, good-looking, and powerful guys, dating beautiful women, and taking exotic vacations. He met his ex-wife while working in the film video production industry. Brian discovered that this career was not for him, despite his success. While changing his vocation to real estate, he also discovered that his soon-to-be ex married him because of his potential in the film and video industry and not because of who he was as a person. We all learn from our mistakes. Brian dedicates part of the book to his ex-wife, who, as he quotes, taught me everything I know about what a good partnership isn't, unquote. Through the writing process, he eventually discovered that Just about every rule he uses to advise real estate clients applies to finding true love, too. His book is divided into 99 mini-chapters, so you can quickly work your way through a few pages or chapters at a time. Real estate rules are listed first in the Kindle or digital version of the book, then Brian explains the partner-finding analog. Home buyers will be able to relate the home-buying experience to the relationship experience pretty quickly. So the Midlife Dating Podcast take here is that many of us boomers and Gen Xers have been through the home buying process. No doubt, this experience taught us many lessons. Since buying a home is an emotional experience, Brian helps the reader recall some of these same emotions to keep them on track when doing their due diligence and looking for a partner. Personally, I distinctly remember looking at homes in Orange County back in 2002. The market was hot. The average home in our price range was going up about 5000 a month. It seemed we were always a day late on the offers or a dollar short on budget. I looked at over 80 properties before everything fell into place on one that had good value. As a seasoned dater, homeowner, and landlord, I consider Brian's application of the rules absolutely well done. I now often internally analogize home buying practices when it comes to dating. The main point is you don't want to just go out and buy a home. It begins with preparation. First, your down payment needs to be in place. Your credit needs to be clean. Next, you need to be employed for qualified financing. After that, available financing determines how much house you can afford. Then your debt-to-income ratios need to be in alignment. Finally, the title on the property needs to be clear. Being datable and relationship-ready requires a similar plan. You need to be single with a clear title. Emotionally over your exes to be in a position to evaluate the market properly and financially in order with a job, good credit, and a budget that allows for dating. On a side note, I remember when Match.com allowed people to sort by income level. Unfortunately, income levels don't reflect lived reality, Many Orange County and Los Angeles men here in Southern California have been through multiple marriages and support several children, with the possibility of more than one ex-spouse to support. This is like a bad credit report with numerous liens. Their income on paper looks great, but their financial obligations leave them with little to no expendable income for dating. A fair share of men cope with this by racking up credit card debt, thus... In many cases, the guys that earn much less than the high rollers have significantly more dateable income available to spend. Here at the Midlife Dating Podcast, we like a proven system to follow when approaching dating. Brian breaks down the rules into two noteworthy sections. Rules 1 through 16 help you develop clarity, while rules 17 through 99 create a focused working process. You know, this book is actually great because it allows us to approach a very delicate subject, and that's income when it comes to dating with common sense and reality. To give you a closer look at Brian's rules, I've taken the liberty to outline six of them with some commentary here. You'll, of course, need to purchase the book to get the more intricate details. I'm going to tell you the rule, I'm going to give you the real estate analog, and then I'm going to give you the dating analog. My voice will come in at times, sounding like it's on a phone call, to give you my opinion in and out of these. So let's get started. Real estate rule number one, gird your loins. The real estate analog is, buying or selling a home can be a frustrating process. Brian is right on here. As I mentioned earlier, looking over 80 properties during my home buying experience was eye-opening. About 40 properties in, I began to develop a good sense of value. Dating analog. You're going to have to kiss a lot of frogs. You learn much about yourself during the first 30 or 40 dates. The reality is only 1 in 10 first dates really have any potential. During those 30 or 40 first dates, who you are and what you seek will become clear. Don't be surprised if what you seek changes during this time. Like learning the value of homes as you visit many of them, you'll learn to spot quality datable people. I'm aware of many people who only look at three to five homes and quickly settle on one. This is how many people approach dating, but not here at 50 Dates. Dating Analog Trust that a person is out there. Using rules 17 through 99, you can create a process that works to find what you are looking for in a relationship. Trust the process. Real estate rule number nine. The market sets the value. Here's the real estate analog. Value and price are not necessarily the same. Let's balance this against the dating analog. Just because someone earns a lot of money doesn't necessarily mean they know how to manage it for dating or otherwise. Real estate analog. Zillow, Redfin, and Realty.com. Are the laziest ways to determine value dating analog dating profiles and pictures are the laziest ways to determine who people are real estate analog comps are the only way to determine true value they require research dating analog be careful when using someone's looks career and or income to decide their market value as a partner i've met talked to dozens of guys or gals who all made the statement they looked great on paper only to be a disaster or narcissist in real life you must go out and meet people face to face incidentally it's it's kind of funny how those people that look great on paper seem to get the second third chances when it comes to online dating real estate rule number 15 you can't step into the same river twice now i'm going to round up on these figures So let's go with the real estate analog here. Portland, Oregon has about 500,000 single-family homes. 1,600 are currently for sale. 2,700 were for sale last year. And 2,700 people found homes to buy. If they were looking a year later, they'd still find homes. In 2017, the population of Portland was approximately 650,000. According to a 2020 BestPlaces.net study, 56.9% of the population is single, even if half of them don't identify as the gender you're looking for, and if 90% of those remaining are too old or young, the odds of you finding love are five times that of you finding a house. Reassuring, isn't it? Those numbers will be pretty much the same a year from now, but the people won't be. Same river, only totally different. So here's the dating analog to that. During your search, it's essential to realize that those who are a great fit may not even be on the dating market at this moment. Use this time to become a better dater, so you are ready when a good fit comes along. A year from now, the dating pool will be completely different, and it changes daily. Real estate rule number 67. The first offer is usually the best one. Real estate analog. If you get an offer, you should probably take it. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Here's the dating analog. The most significant factor that determines the success of a relationship is the people's commitment to making it work. Big yes on this. The thing that matters most is values. I'm continuing here with uh, dating analogs on this same rule. It takes two people to get married, but only one to be divorced. If you get a good offer in the world of relationships, you should probably take it. Unfortunately, many in online dating don't. They keep waiting for a better offer to come in. It's possible you might do better, but you probably won't. This is normal behavior when it comes to online dating, and this is how most people operate. I've been part of this personally and have learned from it. Unfortunately, now I see it in the attitudes of most people I run across in online dating. You have to make the best of your one and only chance. And when it comes to online dating, you generally get just one chance. Rule number 68, you don't have to sell. Many people are reluctant to list their homes for sale because they're afraid they'll get offers for less than what they want. They seem to forget. They're allowed to say no. Now here's the dating analog to this. When someone looks at your dating profile, they're not deciding between yes and no. Instead, it's between no and maybe. What maybe means is, let's see if we can turn this into a yes. Next dating analog. You're not leading on if you agree to a date. You're not leading someone on if you agree to a bunch of dates. What you are doing is exploring the possibility. This is why, 50 Daters, we need to be open when we're dipping our toes in the dating waters to dating more than one person at a time. If you're convinced you aren't on your way to a relationship, then you need to have two honest conversations. First, ask yourself if you're okay continuing with someone you don't believe you can commit to. If the answer is yes, it's only fair to have an honest conversation with the one you're seeing. This is the conversation where you tell them what you're thinking and you ask them what they're thinking. Don't expect them to know what you're thinking. This can be a tricky conversation. The harder it is to have that conversation, the less likely it is you two belong together. Real estate rule number 70. Read the title report. Real estate analog. Do not attempt to buy a house from a person who does not own it it may have a lien on it. The title needs to be clean before you can buy the home. And we'll end here with the dating analog to this rule. You don't enter into a relationship with someone legally obligated to have a more intimate relationship with someone else. You need to make sure the person you're seeing is not still married. This is common sense. So what do we learn today, 50 Daters? We learned that differentiation is a term we need to be familiar with when it comes to dating and relationships. Making minor adjustments is good in a newly forming relationship. However, we don't want to fundamentally change who we are that makes us attractive to the other person. We also learned that in a variety of ways, house hunting is no different from dating. When you're home buying, you need to take a look at more than one house at a time to find good value and the parallel here in dating is you need to be open to dating more than one person at a time to find a partner who has the same values you have. Here at the Midlife Dating Podcast, we're all about providing as much value as possible to our listeners. If you've got some dating questions, I'll be happy to answer them on the podcast. Additionally, I'd like to add a woman's point of view. If you're a boomer or a Gen X woman who is interested in contributing, please get in touch with me. Please contact me at the question's email address in the show notes if you're a gal that'd like to contribute or if you're a guy or a gal that has a dating question. I'm going to close this out with some dating humor from author Susan Healy, and she says, Whenever I want a really nice meal, I just start dating again. As always, these episodes are a blast to create, and I look forward to being with you in the next one to take your dating experience from a bust to a best. And that's a really good place to be. Thanks for listening to this episode of Midlife Dating Without the Crisis. Eager for more dating support? Visit
0: 50dates at 50.com. For lots of free quality content, get access to dating and relationship commentary, advice, Q&A, funny stories, movie and book reviews, along with other resources to help 50 daters sort out the pretenders and find quality dating and relationship-minded people. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.